Welcome to Spirit Chat Radio with your host, Jennifer O'Neill, where the focus is to simplify the process of using the spiritual tools and gifts you were born with in a way that fits into your everyday life. Jennifer is a leading expert in the field of spirit communication and has spent the last 20 years as a professional psychic and spiritual teacher, helping people all over the world learn how to develop themselves spiritually through her books, podcasts, and her virtual learning center, Keys to the Spirit World. For the next hour, join Jennifer to discover different tools and techniques that will help you learn how to navigate the spirit world better and empower you on your own spiritual journey. Aloha, everyone, and welcome back to another Spirit Chat session um, or Spirit Chat Radio. I guess I call them sessions all the time. I'm doing Spirit Chats everywhere, <clears throat> which brings me to... A few things, updates I wanted to give you guys. Um, I've been doing, and I'm sure I've talked about this a little bit, but I've been doing a YouTube channel. And on this YouTube channel, I've been doing, I'm always trying to think of different ways to do some teaching stuff. And I sort of fell upon this by accident. I had posted some mini videos, short ones, which YouTube is famous for, right? And... They were all like little videos, like, um, you know, synchronistic numbers, things that I could answer questions fairly easy. And it started um, from the Higher Purpose Learning Group. I would throw these videos together and I would put them up on YouTube so that I could always refer people to them because as much information as I get out there, if I can always refer people, it's great. Well, they kind of taken off in like a crazy way. And so I've been doing about three of them a week on YouTube. Things like, I think the last one I did was, are you on the right track spiritually speaking? Which I've gotten tons of great feedback on. But anyways, go check out the YouTube channel. I'll try to put links below wherever that you're listening to this. Um, and definitely make sure to subscribe if you're interested in the things that I teach and the stuff that we talk about. Because I don't necessarily send these out if you're on my email list all the time. And it's something that... I am doing often so definitely subscribe there if you're interested the other thing I wanted to let you guys know is I've just thrown up a little mini e-course on my web page on keys to the spirit world and that that kind of actually ties into today's show a little bit it's uh, the pursuit of happiness and that book it's actually an e-book but it was designed to be a mini e-course I designed it that way so that people could go through and learn the different things that they needed to learn so it's 21 spiritual laws to success so if you're struggling uh, with some of these stages that we're going to be talking about today and that's a good place to start to get lined out it's free it's an instant download which are my favorites just I hate it when you have to go through and then wait for an email and it's a whole thing um, but these are an instant download so you do have to go to the keys to spirit world you will have to put in your email and then you will get the instant download then. So <clears throat> you have to excuse me, I have allergies today. And beautiful Hawaii, which I'm sure is, you guys don't feel very bad for me. Anyways, um, so today's show, I wanted to talk about the eight stages of a spiritual awakening. And the reason I wanted to talk about this is because I teach a lot of people different things. And as we go through 
I like the higher purpose learning group. Oh, which I forgot. I tell you guys about every time. If you're not a part of that group, we do a lot of stuff outside the podcasts and radio shows. Like if you have questions that, you know, cause obviously I don't take callers. You have questions about the show, questions where you're at, when you're grabbing your free mini course on Keys to the Spirit World, up in the top corner, there's a button that says Spirit Community. Click on that, ask to join. People love this group. There's no dumb questions in this group. There's all kinds of different people. That you might be really advanced. You might be a newbie or beginner and trying to learn how to develop your stuff. And you can ask questions that my group is amazing, so they'll go in and comment to you. But I try to come in and comment to most everybody that I see that posts something. And so it's a great place to learn because a lot of people who listen to my show, um, the reason that this group started was people felt like they didn't have a safe place to discuss things spiritually because maybe they didn't have like uh, friends or family that were interested in spiritual stuff. And so they always wondered about things, but they didn't have anywhere to go. And so that's why people love this group. And it is a very cool community. So definitely do that when you're grabbing your e-course. So anyways, everybody's usually in a different stage of uh, developing. And there are actually eight stages of a spiritual awakening. And I think that you guys will find this really helpful because you're probably most likely going to figure out what stage that you're in. And as we work through these stages, um, to what stage do you think that you're in? And also pay attention to the stages after because it's nice to not get stuck in a stage, which people can do. Um, and it, it can be really frustrating, which is funny because the first stage of um, your spiritual awakening actually is frustration. Um, so that's usually the first thing that people notice. The first stage is frustration. People get frustrated with life um, just in general. That's the first thing you're gonna notice when you're going through spiritual awakening. Frustrated with potentially your job, frustrated with relationships, um, feeling unsettled on where you're at in life. I've seen a lot of people who I know who are friends and family members, and we've talked about this before in some other shows, where, you know, they tend to be going through life just normally, and all of a sudden they start feeling more irritated than normal, they start feeling more frustrated than normal, and they don't, they can't really put a finger on it. So they start putting their finger on everything. Oh, well, it must be, it must be my job. Oh, it's definitely where I live. It's, it's gotta be my boss. It's gotta be um, my significant other. My kids are making me crazy. My mother is driving me nuts. Like they start pointing fingers everywhere. And then they start going, okay, well, if I, when, whenever I resolve this issue, you know, then that'll change. Or whenever I resolve this issue, that'll change. And they find they're in a, in a constant state of irritation or frustration. And I, it's not 24 seven necessarily, but the main theme to um, how they're going about life at this point in time is frustrating. The interesting thing to me on this, this uh, frustration stage is a lot of people think 
that's just life and they're just getting older. And I find that very curious because I don't know at what point in time that people were taught or that they think that that's just how life is supposed to be. Like that kind of actually fascinates me. Like at what point did you just assume that life was supposed to get crappy and you were supposed to be frustrated? Like at what point did you just decide that, you know, you go from a kid stage to um, teenage stage where you're kind of free and having fun and then you hit to the adult stage and it's just normal to feel frustrated and it's just normal to kind of feel unhappy and not very satisfied, very unsettled with your life. Like, isn't that interesting that somewhere along the line, I kid you not, most people I talk to, well, that's just being an adult. That's just being responsible. Um, okay, not in my world, but all right, whatever you want to happen over there. Um, that's not, that was not written anywhere. That's not um, part of just being incarnated on this earth that you go through this really cool younger stages and then you just hit a wall and the rest of the time just as a bummer, huge bummer. That, that's, that's not a thing, you guys. I don't, I don't, and it actually, I feel like the people who think it's a thing, they really are surrounded by a lot of people in the same stage. So they see everybody around them in the same stage, parents, friends, whatever, and they go, well, I mean, everybody else is doing it. They're doing it. My, my parents did it. And that's just life. Well, that, that's not life. That's just who you're hanging out with. And there's a difference. There's a big difference. It's not just life. It's not how life. That's who you're surrounded by and what they're going through. That doesn't mean your life is supposed to follow that pattern. They're not setting the pattern for you or and Jesus. I mean, let's hope not, because if that's what's happening, you don't want to go down that that rabbit hole, right? <clears throat> so that would be your first stage that you would notice. And the second stage that you're going to notice might take a little bit longer. We might have to continue this after break is grief. And that is something that I think blindsides a lot of people because they start having grief about their old life because before you hit the frustration phase what happens is a lot of people were thinking that they were going about life that felt actually kind of pretty good to them and now that life is gone because they've hit this frustration stage and they feel sad about it and they start to grieve their old life when in actuality what has happened during this scenario is you were very in tune with your physical body, your physical existence. It wasn't because you were younger. It wasn't because that part of your life was better. It wasn't because of any of those things. It was because as you start a spiritual awakening, you have to begin to, you can no longer ignore your spiritual body in the spiritual realm. And you have to begin to tune into your whole self. And when that happens, many times you start to realize what you thought had made you happy in what people call their old life when they're they're having these stages um, actually was not fulfilling and satisfying to them on a soul level so if it's not fulfilling and satisfying to you on a soul level then you're going to have to face all of those things and work through some stuff as you do a spiritual awakening that it's something that you can't cover up anymore so 
grief about your old life and probably how it was when you were younger, or how it was back when, or how it was, you know, whatever. That's a, a definite, that's the stage number two. And during this time, again, I keep bringing up relationships and stuff, but relationships will be something that will be very high on your radar. It will be like, okay, well, wait a minute. I was happy in this relationship or in this friendship or um, w with these family members and now I'm not anymore. So like, what the heck is going on? So I'm gonna finish up the grief stuff when we come back right after this break. of Conscious Radio, Ohm Times Radio, IOM FM. Change and growth are part of natural life and also part of your spiritual life. Everyone needs support and guidance, especially during life passages. Upgrade yourself with the Ohm Times Experts program. With Ohm Times Experts, you have access to the best intuitive coaches, spiritual teachers, counselors, astrologists, and oracles. Our team was carefully selected so you can trust. Find out more at experts.ohmtimes.com. Tune in to The Practical Intuitive, Mind, Body, Spirit for the Real World with me, host Robin Fritz, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 Eastern. I'll cover personal and business intuition, animal communication, mediumship, space clearing, past life regression, shamanic insights, energy healing, soul choice, and more, all to help you tap your own intuitive and healing skills. No ifs, ands, or buts. I am Fidel Mshombo. I was born in a city called the Bukavu in the Congo. We were a loving family, and then, boom! Everything that I had disappeared in a single day. People think that when you are a refugee and they recirculate to America, and all your problems are done. They don't understand that that's the beginning of everything. I was not born a refugee. I was made one. It's time we welcome refugee families with open arms. Learn more at EmbraceRefugees.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back. Okay, so... We're talking about the eight stages of a spiritual awakening. We just covered the first two. Number one, frustration. Um, and number two, grief is what we started talking about before the break. Grief about your old life and um, basically, yeah, grieving your old life. Um, you know, I, I started thinking in my group, and if you're in my higher purpose learning group, I do tend to see a lot of people in stages two, three, four, and five, if you're in my group. I think that a lot of you guys will notice that you're in a lot of these stages. So this is where some spiritual depression can sort of come in. And um, yes, that's a real thing. People always talk about regular depression, but this is uh, some spiritual depression. Um, because people will begin, like I said, to want to know what happened why like first you're frustrated but now now you're just sad about it you know now you're sort of mourning you don't under, is this the way life's gonna be you kind of get into that mindset you kind of get into 
that sort of spiritual depression. Um, you start to have many people can begin to have physical signs at that time where they're just feeling sort of sad and tired. Um, and the reason that this happens is because the whole point of a spiritual awakening, like I said before, is you moving from being physically based and being very tuned into your physical body to also to merging your two bodies together and becoming a lot more aware of your spiritual body. And as you begin to tune into your spiritual body, you will really tune into some of the core stuff that's going on, which is usually unhappiness in a lot of people. Doesn't have to be all people, but they start realizing that things that made them happy before in um, the old life is no longer going to make them happy. And, and it's, it's sad to them. Like they don't understand. Um, they mourn that old life. Oh, I remember, I remember when it was so great. And, and when I was younger and like what happened. And that's again, part of the frustration where they think, oh, this is just getting older. Um, people also, when they do stuff like this, they start the beginning of what people call a midlife crisis sometimes or many times often. Now you will either work through this grief or you will stay stuck and you won't be able to move on. Um, this isn't one of the major blocks I see. I do see people get hung up in the grief stage for way too long because for some reason they just wallow in the morning of their old life and like how things were awesome back then. And, and they just really give into the spiritual depression well, you can do that for a time, but then you really need to move on. You need to just be like, yeah, it's a bummer. It's not feeling the same, but let's get to the next stage, which is um, when people start going into a longing. So stage number three is when people go into a, a longing. And this is about, this stage is all about reevaluating your happiness and what it means to you. So when you, when you go into a longing stage, this is when everybody's wanting more. They start wanting to know, you know, where's my purpose then? Well, what really makes me happy? You know, so it, during this stage, and that's a good thing because if you move out of the grief stage into the longing stage and you start trying to figure it out, that's when you're being more proactive, right? instead of just staying settled and just kind of morphing into the couch and just being like, you know, life's a bummer. Um, you're actually being proactive. And so this stage I'm super excited about for people. Even if you don't know what your purpose is, the fact that you're actively looking is gonna change a lot for you. It's gonna change a lot of things and it's gonna bring some cool stuff into your life. It's gonna bring knowledge, it's gonna bring some signs and signals and things that your coincidences that you maybe would have overlooked. So if you feel like you're in the longing stage, um, definitely don't overlook any signs or signals or what people like to call coincidences, because that's when you're beginning um, to tune in better. And that's when you're starting to figure things out as far as what makes you happy. So what a lot of people think makes them happy and uh, what they desire is usually money um, and security and things like that. But what, when it comes to spiritual alignment and spiritual awakening, what people actually truly desire in life is they desire more freedom, time, and love. 
These are really the top three things that people desire. So you need to almost make a mental switch into it's not like work harder, get the bigger boat, the bigger car, the bigger house. You need to start really tuning into what you really desire on a soul on a deep level is freedom, time and love. And so freedom to not feel pressure to be put in a box and do things a certain way, more time to just be creative and be relaxed and tune into all the good energies around you and not feel pressured and love. People always love to that feeling of being loved and to love people. And so that's when you're really going to have to make a mental shift. So during this time, you're probably going to be trying to figure out what your purpose is, what really makes you happy. You will begin to try different things. Um, so you might go, okay, well, you know, I'm struggling with this job. Maybe I'll add this, or maybe I'll try to be creative or maybe I'll add art in cause I miss that. Um, you know, some things are going to work and some things you're going to fail at. Like it, it, everything's not going to work during this longing stage. And that's okay because that's how you learn, um, to sort out all the junk. So that's how you learn to go, okay, well, these things work, so I'm going to head more this direction. These didn't work out for me so well, so let's just forget that avenue. But since this feels good and things are, make me feel better when I do things, we're going to head this way. So that's how you filter through the junk and you start having a pathway paved for you is by trying all these different things. And this is when you begin to get to know your true self. Um, this is when you begin to get your to get more familiar with your true self to the core of your being and who you really are. And that is super important as you move on in these uh, as with a spiritual awakening. So that will bring you to the next stage, which is awareness. So after you're kind of working through trying to find your purpose um, and what really makes you happy, you most of the time you sort of slip into um, stage number four, which is the awareness. And you, you slip into it because as you're being proactive and these are, these things are all about being proactive and, and not, not staying stuck in a stage. You can choose to stay stuck, but since you're being proactive, awareness is stage four and you start to become very in tune to the energies which surround you everywhere. You may notice, and it depends on how early on in the stage of awareness you are to like the latter stages of awareness. But this is when most people will discover their empath skills and their empath sensitivities. Um, we've done some past shows on this, but almost everybody has some sort of empath sensitivity anymore. This is, it's, it's not like, um, clairvoyance, clairaudience where, you know, some people have this, some people have that. I'm noticing across the board that most everybody has some degree of empath, uh, sensitivities. And so you will start being very aware or sensitive to energies around you. A lot of, a lot of times people, that will be the main thing that probably sticks out at you the most. Um, you will also be sensitive to places and, you know, things like items that you will start to have different feelings, stronger surrounding people, places and things than normally before and animals, you know, anything living 
also very, very uh, easy to tune into anything that's living. This will also be the stage where you're feeling more drawn to natural things. You're feeling more drawn to outside or you're feeling more drawn to eat better um, because when you get into the awareness stage and being so aware of energies, whether you're conscious of it or not, your your body and uh, in your kind of your spiritual side of yourself will crave more natural foods um, because, and I, we've talked about this before, but as they become boxed and processed and whatever, um, you're, you're wanting to feed your body energy, your spiritual body energy, because you're also having physical changes during the spiritual awakening. And that energizes your body, makes you feel less tired. You, you get recharged. So it'd be like, if you really plug your iPhone into a powerful charge, that's what natural food does. If you plug your iPhone into one of those crappy chargers that trickle in, that's what, you know, boxed food does. It's something that you're going to start becoming very aware of in your spiritual body and in your physical body. <clears throat> You'll be more drawn to natural medicine and things that where you were more drawn to before with traditional medicine, natural medicine will be something that you're more interested in, whether it be acupuncture, herbs, um, just more natural courses. And it, again, it's not because everyone's becoming hippie-ish. It's because um, natural medicines, natural food, they hold a different energy and that energy changes into your body in a different way that something that's man-made does. And so you will, you will feel that on a spiritual level and on a physical level. And so you'll be more drawn to, um, as you tune into your spiritual body, you're more drawn into things that affect you energetically and that's why natural foods and natural medicine they affect you energetically negativity that's a whammy one that will probably affect you and find you will find the most shocking out of this awareness stage so yes you will be you noticing energies around you people placing things natural stuff but negativity is the one that usually blindsides people that they will start feeling very hypersensitive to it and they will also notice that if they are surrounded by it, whether it be a toxic relationship, again, it doesn't have to be, it can be family member, friend member, whatever, or whether it has to be a job or whether it has to be negativity on TV, no matter what it is, they will find that they will start feeling the physical effects of very unsettled feelings when it comes to subjecting themselves to negativity. Uh, we'll continue awareness when we get back from this break and We'll be right back. Bringing a more conscious lifestyle to your world. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. Ascending Hearts is no ordinary dating site, but a spiritual dating site with a purpose to link you with your soulmate. We engineer the serendipity so you can trust that you will attune with someone that has the same matching vibration as you. Ascending Hearts, the conscious dating site for the spiritually aware. Try Ascending Hearts for free. AscendingHearts.com Hello, I'm Lisa Berry. Join me every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for Light on Living. A chance to see new hear different, and feel more as I shine the spotlight on all the ways to lighten the load of life's challenges. Light on Living is your link to that new way you're looking for. 
that new understanding that will enhance your life and that positive connection that will support your growth. So join me and you'll gain insight and start to see things in a new way that motivates you. You're not wired to have a response to this sound. You're neutral to it. And you can hear it repeatedly without feeling anything. But when we introduce a new stimulus, save the food, we've achieved pulling a natural or inborn response from you. Save the food, because 40% of all food in the US never gets eaten. Save the food, cook it, store it, share it. Just don't waste it. For tips and recipes, visit savethefood.com. Brought to you by NRDC and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the eight stages of a spiritual awakening. Um, we've covered stage one, frustration, um, which is self-explanatory, frustration with where you're at. Stage two, which is grief and grieving your old life. This is when that spiritual depression can come in um, because you really have to become in tune with your natural self. And many times, most people will find that they're not very satisfied or happy on a soul level. They've just been covering it up with boats and houses and cars and just stuff. Um, which brings us to stage three, a longing to want more and find their purpose. Um, wanting to try to figure out what truly does make them happy. Um, and that's when you work through some different things trying on there. And now we're on number four, which is the awareness stage. So that's from being proactive in stage number three, trying to find purpose you will begin blossom and open up into um, awareness because you, the more that you practice these things and the more that you're proactive, you actually blossom in a spiritual awakening. You will continue to awaken as long as you're being proactive and moving forward. You don't have to have a, a, a system yet, but just the wanting to move forward will actually help you to uh, spiritually awaken. And so we've been talking about um, being very sensitive to the energies, people, places, and things around you. This one empaths, um, you will realize that you're most likely an empath, um, natural foods, natural medicine, but negativity, this has a huge effect on people who are in this stage and, and beyond. So if you hit a stage four and beyond, this will probably be the aha moment for you is uh, how negative negativity affects you and people think oh I can handle it they always think oh yeah like it gives me that sick to my stomach feeling um, you when you start to you know begin to tune into your spiritual body in a way that you're now noticing you're probably an empath it doesn't work like that because negativity when you're this sensitive when you become to stage four of a spiritual awakening will then begin to affect you on a physical level if you're not careful and a physical level that makes you not feel well where you can actually eventually get illnesses or different things um, if you continue to ignore it for those of you who know that you're in the awareness stage and you're like but it doesn't matter i've got to force myself to work through this negativity that's all fine and good but don't be surprised if you notice that you know um, you go from feeling not very good in your tummy to a tummy ulcer or um, where you're feeling uh, so stressed that you get a back injury because your muscles are so tense. I almost never, it almost always, I don't even know how to word this, but 
it's easy to tell when people are ignoring negativity in stage four because something will happen on a physical level to make them pay attention. The interesting thing is if they do ignored it to where they something manifests in the physical aspect to pay attention, if they've ignored it that long, many times they just keep ignoring it and then they just have a lot of physical issues. So, and then when one heals, something else will happen like a pull muscle or whatever. It, just, it, it can be major, can be minor. Um, and this, which is what I was going to talk about, makes, can, this is where you'll feel the physically uncomfortable. So like physically, you'll start to th see things happen. You also might begin to feel not just where you get something more major, like an ulcer or like a pulled muscle or something, but you'll also feel some other things like drained, physically drained, um, physically more tired than normal, um, anxiety, shaky, um, you can feel out of body, all those things on a physical level, those are definite um, stage four awareness signs and signals of a spiritual awakening. I have lots of stuff on empath stuff, so you guys can go check that out on YouTube uh, or um, my Keys to Spirit World. I think there's an actual empath part on the, on the start here button. So those are some things for stage four. Then we will get into stage five, which is becoming a spiritual sponge or just a sponge, however you want to say it. This is what I call the baby stage or infant stage. <laughs> After, yep, all those stages, you finally hit five and you're at an infant stage. Um, I'm going to talk about that in a minute, but there's it's the reason I call that an infant stage is actually different than you think. So this is when everybody wants to, they crave to read everything that they can on spiritual alignment, spiritual awakening, metaphysics. They want to practice everything. So, um, and this is a good time to practice everything. Now, this stage is not going to be where you're always feeling uh, excited. In fact, this stage will cause you more frustration and overload um, and overwhelm and, and whatnot. And, and here's why. Um, and how, just so you know, how do you tell the difference then between this frustration sponge stage and the frustration to the other stage? Because you're way more aware. You've already, you know, you're aware of the physical energies. You're aware of how things are affecting you. Like the, from the first stage of frustration, you're not aware of, you know, your unhappiness and all that. You're just frustrated in life, right? That's very different. Um, the thing with the, the spiritual sponge, sponge stage is everybody's different. And so you have different purpose, different abilities, and different desires. And when you start to read everything you can, I do advise that people practice anything that they're drawn to. Um, you know, you practice this type of meditation or that type of Reiki or um, whatever draws your attention if you're interested in health and healing. You know, go try out some different avenues until one resonates with you to the very core, one that you're finding you're very natural with. Um, the path that you'll find will, will feel easier and natural. But when you get in the spiritual sponge stage, this is where I see the absolute most blocks and the most people stuck for a very long time. They tend to stick in this stage. And the reason that that happens is because there is a lot of information out there. And 
people have a hard time navigating through what information resonates with them if they do not have a system. Um, I get a lot of questions like this a lot. I feel like I'm blocking. I'm trying to, I know I'm an empath. I know I'm clairvoyant. I know I'm whatever, even if they don't know they're any of those things. And I just, I know I'm spiritually awakening and I just don't know how to move forward and integrate this part of my life into my physical part of my going to work from nine to five and feeding the kids and doing laundry. They don't know how to connect the dots from the physical life to the spiritual life and make that one. And in order to do that, which is really the goal of a spiritual awakening, and I tell people this over and over again, there has to be a system and you must have training. It just is what it is that you need to learn how to integrate the two lives together or spiritual bodies and, and your lives. Um, and that's why I call it the infant or the baby stage because everybody just assumes somehow that they you know, they learned to eat and they learned to walk and talk and do all these things. And then they became this physical adult that could, you know, do things for themselves and knew how to manifest or um, navigate this, the physical world. When that's not true, you were taught, um, you know, how to and when to eat and that you were hungry. You were taught how to walk. You were taught um, how to communicate. You know, you were taught all of these things in the physical world and the physical realm. Just many times it was so long ago that you kind of forget there was a learning process and a training process that many parents or loved ones spent um, mentoring and, and teaching you how to become, uh, you know, a young child and then in, an adult. You were guided somehow. You were shown you were, you were, things were explained to you. Why, why does this happen? Why is that? People explained things to you. Um, the, it's no different when you learn to work with a spiritual body. You really do need things explained to you. You need to be able to have access to asking questions and you need to learn what system works for you. And you need to know a system, a system. And, you know, again, I, this is, why I'm setting up a mentorship program also besides the, the Higher Purpose Learning Group. If you don't even know where to start on this, again, check out my Higher Purpose Learning Group. But then after that, you know, when you're feeling stuck and frustrated, and I hear this all the time, well, you know, I don't necessarily have the money for classes or I don't have the time to do this. Well, if you're wanting to continue on your spiritual awakening, you need to learn the investment as far as money and time is going to be equally important to changing your life and to moving forward. If you're going to want to move forward in a spiritual awakening, it just is because it's knowledge and training that you're not going to get otherwise. I, even though you can naturally do this, just like you can naturally walk, talk and eat and whatever, um, the training is going to help tremendously. The, the system's going to help tremendously. So this is where a lot of times people stop, stop. And then they just like, or I'm stuck. I can't move on. Well, you need more training. They, I don't know if they don't like believe you sometimes. And they just go, you know, well, you know, but all these people I'm reading, well, those people had training. Like, it's funny. They, they've all had training. The teachers you listen to, um, my, you know, myself, everybody, we've all had training. That's, that's what we've done. We committed 
to our spiritual journey in a way that we wanted to advance and move forward. Um, you know, James Van Proggen, um, you know, Monica the Medium, and I mean, I don't know, all the wonderful, Sylvia Brown, like they trained with people and with their guides and they had systems that they learned. And so, and it's not that you have to be any of those people either. It's just, if you're wanting to be committed to your spiritual awakening, your spiritual journey, and you want to advance to a certain level, it's um, no different than taking a beginner's, beginner's yoga class and then taking an intermediate and then an advanced. It's like anything that you do. Um, my son's in martial arts. It's like going through the, you know, going through the belts or the um, classes and becoming an advanced martial artist or um, going through the belts and becoming getting another belt. It's no different than any other system. You really do need to commit to a training and a system and um, learning more. And sometimes that takes time and sometimes that takes money. It just so if you're stuck in that stage and you're feeling overloaded and overwhelmed, many times you will stay stuck in that stage until you move forward um, with proper training. Um, I had somebody the other day that was just like, you know, I'm doing, uh, and this is where the systems help. I'm doing this meditation and that meditation, and um, I, then I'm trying to practice my Reiki, and then I'm trying to do this, and um, I'm trying to, like she named, um, 15 things that she was doing every day and I could see immediately a lot of the things that she could cut out because she was in the spiritual sponge stage and she had read so much stuff and everything will tell you a different system. But the truth is you need a unique system that works to you and you need to take those things and shed the rest. Let go of the rest because you don't need to do every single thing that everybody says. You just need to take the ones that resonate with you and let go. All right, we'll be back after this break and talk about number six. Your conscious connection to a more mindful world. Om Times Radio, IOM FM. Humanity Healing International is a small nonprofit with a big dream. Since 2007, HHI has been working tirelessly to bring help to communities with little or no hope. Our projects are not broad mandates, nor are they overnight solutions, but they bring the reassurance that no one is alone and that someone cares. To learn more, please visit HumanityHealing.org. Humanity Healing is where your heart is. Hi, I'm Kelly Fox, host and astrologer of The Astrology Show. Each week, I'll give you access to the current transits, which are a valuable tool that provide astrological information to help unlock the potential each of us has. Understanding the stars can help steer us in the right direction to make better informed choices. So if you're wondering what's going to happen in your week ahead, be sure to tune in to The Astrology Show for guidance. Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Listen, my life changed because someone was there to get me to use drugs. No one can understand. People think that having someone who will listen makes it better. I need help. I'm listening. I need help. I think that having someone who will listen makes it better. People understand. No one can get me to use drugs. 
My life changed because someone was there to listen. Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to turn addiction around. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back. We're talking about eight stages of a spiritual awakening. Number one, frustration. Number two, grief. Number three, loss. And we are on five, which is a spiritual sponge. And we're getting ready to go to six. And just remember, most likely, I would say that if you're stuck, 90-some percent of you are definitely stuck in stage five. Um, if you're feeling blocked or stuck, it's it's easy to slap a number on that because almost everybody who's stuck or blocked or stuck in stage five and that's because of what we were talking about they don't want to move forward or don't understand the importance of moving forward with proper training and understanding a system and that's where you're really going to need help is if you're on stage five after you've done stuff you need help to move to stage six um, which is going to be the release stage and that stage is really what I call the honeymoon phase because it feels very wonderful. Um, and this will be the stage that once you get the training and you have a mentor or whatever and you really um, have worked with a system and you've put the time and money into um, understanding how to move forward, how to get through to the next stage at that point and, and how things um, work and how things work for you specifically because that's what you need to learn is you will begin to work with a law of allowing once you get the proper knowledge the proper training everything will begin you'll start relaxing more and you will stop resisting so much because you will you will start being able to have the proper knowledge and you'll the exercises and the experiences to go Oh, that's how that works okay that feels good to me and you'll you'll begin to go into what's called the honeymoon phase you will begin to work with a law of allowing you'll naturally tune into your feel like you're tuning into your spiritual body you won't be fighting it and resisting it so much that's when you kind of make that that teeter-totter leap over to um, the spiritual body being a little bit more primary than the physical body and when you make that leap um, you will be way more trusting to letting spirits guide you, your, your, your spirit communication, um, your spirit guides. Will, you'll be way more in tune with um, how they're trying to guide you. Uh, you will trust the signs and signals that they're giving you more, which then allows this release in this law of allowing. And you will begin to work with universal energy better you will be, have a better understanding of how things actually work, which will you will also be releasing your old thought patterns, your old thoughts, and your old patterns, and, and thought patterns, I guess, but those are two different things also. This will be the stage where you will release your old thoughts, how th you thought life was supposed to be, how where your frustration lied. You will release all of that. You will learn to let that go. And then you will also begin to, in this stage, you will also begin to release your old patterns. You will make, the, there will be that light bulb moment where you'll be like, oh, that's why that stuff wasn't working for me. Now I get it. 
because this is how the world actually works. And now I'm understanding how I cause myself blocks. You will have a lot of aha moments and you and because of that you will you will not want to hold on to those old patterns of how things or how you thought things were working for you before. You will let it go because you won't want to hold on to any of that old junk. You won't want to hold on to that old thought pattern because once you do get to stage stick six, it does feel amazingly better. You will feel like you have so much more control on where your life is headed. You will start seeing a lot of synchronicities happen because you're really working with the law of allowing. You are working with the universal energy. You will start seeing a lot of cool things come into your life more consistently. You may you may have some tidbits of, of stage six from stage five where you might see some of these happen, but they, they'll feel inconsistent to you. Um, you. You won't feel like you have a very good idea of how to control it or you won't feel like there's a, a consistent pattern or consistency to it. That definitely means you're, you're still between the stage five and six. Um, when you get into stage six, you will actually have a better understanding of, um, you'll, of your thoughts and how, how everything's working universally, and you will begin to utilize that. So you'll begin to harness control and go, no, I need to put this energy out there and I need to maintain this type of situation with my um, the energies I come into contact with and I need to put this into motion to get this area of my life working the way it's going to be. So a lot of release, a lot of um, law of allowing and a lot of trust will come in during this phase. You'll get rid of the old life and its notions and you'll get into two, um, the new thought patterns which will bring you to number seven. Um, you will declutter and, and reorganize. It's what I call cleaning house spiritually and physically. So that would be this stage. Um, once you once you get that aha moment and you you really get down the release stage, um, you will definitely want to declutter and reorganize. You will want to clean house physically and spiritually because it, things that were causing you uh, probably issues before, any um, negativity, any uh, things with relationships, you'll want to get rid of that feeling because you're already past the awareness stage. So you're very hypersensitive to um, relationships that you surround yourself, people who you surround yourself with, items which you surround yourself with, um, things that hold energy um, which you surround yourself with, you will then want to take charge of your life and you will consciously make different choices. And that's what happens when you get into the um, uh, declutter and the reorganizing stages. You will, you will then become, feel more powerful. You will then, be, you will, with the confidence, you will want to take charge of your life. You will start making you will consciously, consciously be making different decisions that you know um, are based from a spiritual aspect. And you know that once you consciously put these plans into action, that things are gonna change in a very um, different way for you. You will, that's where the confidence really comes in is declutter and deorganize or reorganize. And you're, you will end up releasing a lot of relationships and different things that you've held onto that you thought were good for you. And then you realized we're not um, and or things and or attachments to places. You will start releasing 
that attachments to stuff and places that not that you won't want to have stuff and be in cool places the opposite is true you'll just realize um, what cool stuff and places you'll want to be at that resonates to you on a soul level not what you thought was your old life when you were younger and happier you know and that brings you to number eight the eighth stage of eighth stage of spiritual awakening will be advancement and maintenance um, this will be be where you're very comfortable with your spiritual awakening and you've basically learned how to work with your two bodies and truly accept your two bodies as one whole as that being the whole you your physical body your spiritual body you will learn how to work with them in tandem naturally in a way that it's your whole self and it's not such an effort to try to be spiritual and then be physical nine to five job feed everybody and then be spirit they will be they will merge together they will work in tandem as two or two bodies as one whole self and your spiritual aspect yourself will be in your daily life and you will do some physical things to keep the spiritual thing um, heightened and so you know meditation or different that you will merge the two and you will find that the spiritual aspect yourself will actually greatly enhance your day-to-day -day life and it, it will bring in a lot more things than um, as far as happiness and opportunities and different things that, that you were struggling to try to maintain or gather before now is tending to fall into place easier quicker and more naturally because you are now working with all the gifts you were born with you are working with spiritual energy universal laws etc and you will be working with the other stuff and again if you're feeling overwhelmed and confused you're still at stage five so you need to get the training to get moved on so there will you will not always just feel super awesome in stage eight you will definitely have your highs and lows why because you're human and we still are in this physical world but the key to stage eight is going to be you will have learned that it's all about maintenance it's all about keeping your vibration as high as possible and working with your entire self as much as possible you'll find that when you're hitting rough patches that most likely you have forgotten to work in tandem with both bodies and then you'll be like oh yeah my gut told me this I kind of ignored it I don't know why I did that get back to working using utilizing all the information together and then during this stage is usually when people start seeing a lot of major advancements um, through other dreaming um, gifts communication and dealing with universal energy you'll see a lot of things advancing for you then and this stage can go on for and the last few stages actually um, can go on and repeat and you will learn and grow from them for many many years your release stage your declutter and and reorganizing and your advancement maintenance you will continue to cycle through those because you will continue to then go back to releasing all the time and reorganizing and decluttering all the time that's like part of the maintenance program and then you will go back to um, advancing and in in constantly uh, work on just that whole working as a whole self really feel like your whole self that's when that happens and that's not this like I said you don't stop at that stage you you continue to repeat those stages as you get more knowledge and better and hone your ability to be your whole self and see some really cool things and then you'll just experience different things in life that's why we're here you're, you're not supposed to just stop 
um, growing and advancing at that part, you continue to grow and advance. You just continue to do it in, in, a, in a different way. And so hopefully you found this helpful. Um, like I said, you definitely want to check out the YouTube channel and please subscribe if you're liking the mini videos. Check out the mini e-course that I did for you on happiness and the 21 spiritual laws of success. That's on keystospiritworld.com. And I'd like to see you in my spirit community. So check on that when you're there. And until next time, have a wonderful day. Aloha.